The Flowcast is brought to you by FlotationLocations.com. They are the world's premier isolation tank directory and flotation resource center. The website provides the most reliable and up-to-date global locator for float tank locations and manufacturers. They house their social media pages, newsletters, blogs, and much more so you can remain updated in this growing industry. If you are interested in floating, you can find a location near you using the fastest, most comprehensive search engine available. If you're a float tank center or a manufacturer and have, te- and have not teamed up with them yet, it is time to do so and get found. From educating new floaters to providing, to providing premium advertising for float, for float tank businesses, float ta- flotation locations aspires to be the industry's hub and they are proud to be an integral part of driving this industry forward. Go to flotationlocations.com to receive special offers and discounts on float sessions so you can save money and float for less. The Floatcast is also also brought to you by FloatForum.com. And FloatForum.com is up and running right now. It's free to join, free to post. And anybody that's inter- interested in floating or opening a float center or just has any general questions about anything about floating, uh, you can go on there and post and people will answer. And uh, it's a great community to get involved in. So check it out, FloatForum.com. Hey, what up, guys? I'm Tom, and you're checking out episode 31 of the Floatcast. This is a podcast all about floating and uh, the awesome world that is that is floating. And uh, I talk to other float centers, I talk to clients, I talk to pretty much anybody that wants to talk about floating. And uh, today I'm joined by uh, by the guys from East Coast Float Spa, Matt and Trevor, and uh, they're, they're getting ready to open in the next couple of days. Uh, thanks for joining me, guys. It's uh, awesome to have you. Excellent. We're excited to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. So tell me, uh, to, you know, how'd you get here? <laughs> you know, how, how how'd you wind up opening a float center? With, you know, when how, how'd your yeah. journey start? I mean, that's kind, a, of, cool, only- kind of a cool story. Uh, you said the name of East Coast Float Spa, right? Uh, it started on a trip trip out west, where you know, as you know, floating is more prevalent out there. You go to California, Oregon State, even Colorado. You know, it's out there, and it was discovered. Matt discovered it and was like. This is amazing. And like what everyone does once they float, they tell all your friends, right? Yeah. So me being one of those friends, it's like, hey, you got to try this. So we we took a road trip. We went out west and did it and said, this is amazing. Pretty much came to the realization of why can't we do this back home on the East Coast? And then it just started from there. And that's how our name was born. Anything else you wanted to throw in there? Yeah, I mean – I, I've known Trevor since we were in college about, you know, what, 10 years ago or so. And uh, I, I was in a pretty bad car accident when I was in college to the point where, you know, I was prescribed all these different painkillers. I was on Oxycontin, Percocet, every single painkiller that exists. And, uh, you know, I, I'm sure I'm not alone in this opinion, but prescription painkillers can be a, a nasty thing for some people. And I was looking for a way. F- uh-uh. Hang on a second. I might have lost him. I'm going to pause this for one second, guys. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Matt, Matt, you cut out when you were saying uh, you were talking about how people wouldn't want to go on too many drugs, which I absolutely agree with, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I was basically just looking for a way to find natural pain relief because I was told that I was going to basically have a tough bill of health for the rest of my life. I had doctors tell me that by the time I was 40, I'd have a hip of a 60-year-old because I've already got a metal plate in there. So, I mean, the bottom line is I was looking for some way to find natural pain relief, and I've always had an interest in just 
introspection and meditation. And really, this is this is the perfect tool. So, you know, when I found out about floating and actually did it for the first time, I just knew right away that this was it. And, you know, as soon as I got out of my first float, I went and I booked another one for two days later. And then, you know, I called Trevor that night. I started talking to the woman out there who was running the place in San Francisco and just asking her, you know, what it was like, how she got into it. And then really Trevor and I have been kind of working on starting up East Coast Float Spots since then. And that was about two years ago. And then, you know, we've been working to make it a reality over the last year. And mm -hmm. we opened up the end of August. So we've been technically open for about three weeks, but uh, we've been doing a bit of a soft opening and we're going to have our grand opening, like you said, uh, this Friday, September 26th. Wow, man, that's fantastic. Well, looking at you, I mean, you're sitting down now, so it's tough to tell, but you look pretty damn healthy to me. So I guess uh, <laughs> I guess you made the right choice by pursuing the natural course as, as opposed to the, the normal, you know, medication and painkillers and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, we, yeah, Trevor and I both have, you know, a, a strong personal interest in maintaining natural health, and that, that ties over into our approach to the float spa as well. I mean, we everything here in the spa is organic from the the tea that we serve to the cleaning products that we use we we just have a strong focus on natural organic health and holistic health you know trying to trying to take care of your mind and your body doing it all together and what better way to do that besides flirting absolutely absolutely i mean and, and looking at the pictures online you guys really built one one hell of a beautiful center i mean it looks nice man it's thanks man yeah we really appreciate that and that's not by accident we've in these last two years two and a half years we've been traveling around the country and canada look going to different float spots and seeing all the things that we like and and also thinking like what would we want if we were to when we have that float spot up what are the little things that make that extra uh, amazing experience like as you saw the pictures of our post float lounge, we thought uh, we've been at one place where it's after your float, you get out and you're just in this state of like, I like to call Zen. You're just so relaxed. You don't want to get back into your car. Thankfully, Matt was driving and I could still relax, but we had to get back into our car and just leave from there. So we said, we need to set up a, a scenario, a situation where you can float and then relax afterwards. Like you have, you have people come and hang out with you on the podcast after their float. That extra time to just sit and chill um, have a cup of tea, get what well, we have is zero gravity massage chair. So these things are amazing. We've heard what people call them better than space camp. These things are just <laughs> out of this world. They tilt you back. They massage your whole body at once. Uh, it's a great end to your float as well. Wow. Now, now is that included in the, do you guys include that in the price of, of the float or is that extra? Do you guys charge extra on top of it? Which I would understand yeah. because it's, pretty damn awesome <laughs> the, the way that we've got it set up is that um, we have they are add-on services but we have uh, membership options where they're either completely free and included in your membership or they're at a discounted rate but um, okay. we've actually have some people that actually come in just to use the chairs and so they float as well but they're like well I'm only 10 minutes away so on my lunch break yeah why the hell not I'm gonna come use these chairs and you know, if I can't get a float in on my lunch, this is the next best thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. What kind of chairs are they, you said? They're uh, zero-gravity massage chairs. So they're they're pretty awesome. Like, we were actually kind of on the fence when we were buying them. Like, all right, are these going to be good? Or are they not? But they're they're phenomenal. They're, they're called zero-gravity because they tilt you back, like, almost past horizontal. Mm -hmm. And then there's just, I don't know, what, 10 or 11 different settings. Uh, it's a full-body massage. And it's we've had massage therapists come in and be like, 
Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> this this is amazing. Yeah. And it's going to put me out of business, they said. <laughs> but we said, no, the floating and the massage chairs will not put you out of business because it's a great addition to a massage. Do you ever get a, a deep tissue massage, Tom? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. what do they tell you afterwards? They say, go soak in some Epsom salts and drink a lot of water. Well, you happen to know a little bit about Epsom salts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. I mean, you go for a nice, uh, a nice massage with like hot stones at the end of it, man. That really is fantastic. But at the end, they do always tell you like, go drink a lot of water and, uh, you know, drink a lot of water. And yeah, I've, I have, I haven't had them all tell me that, but I have had a few tell me go soak in an Epsom salt bath and, you know, relax even more than I already was. We found, as I'm sure you have, that floating is just a great companion to a lot of other services like massage, uh, yoga. I mean, you got, you have at the end of your yoga sessions, a lot of them do what's known as Shavasana if you're not a, a yoga fanatic, but it's basically where you lay there. There's also called it corpse pose. You lay there on the floor in what most people consider the floating position. If you see our logo in the back there, it's kind of like that. Um, but there's no better way to do that than floating. And it's the ultimate relaxation, especially this nice relaxation, this nice break after this intense workout that you just had. And there are yoga studios right around the corner from us that we've had them come in as a group and say, oh, we heard you guys are open. We were excited. We've had yoga studios contact us months ago before we even opened. They said, this is great. I can't wait for you guys to open. This is such a great addition to our community because it's really health focused, a, a really quality community here in Westchester. That's fantastic. That really is. That's that's awesome. That you guys are already you're not even open yet, and people are already reaching out to you, and you're reaching out to other people, and just forming this this base of like just natural health that's gonna like you know encompass the area, which is fantastic. Yeah, we think so, and that's hence the name East Coast Float Spa. We thought this should be available to more people. This should be this should, everyone should have access to this. So uh, it's not very big on the East Coast. Uh, you know, there are there are a few of us, but uh, we want to see that changed. Yeah, and, re and really our goal when we were designing it too is to try to find the most inviting, relaxing environment to open up floating to as many people as possible. We think that, you know, sometimes floating, is, for those that know about it, it might be kind of this like esoteric or weird thing that you do because if people are familiar, they, they know about the tank usually. And we we did we had a lot of discussion because while there's mm -hmm. definitely nothing wrong with the float tank, that's what I first floated in. Mm -hmm. I love them. I was gonna just buy one for my basement. That's that's <laughs> actually where the whole idea came from. Yeah. Before we're like, well, let's not be selfish about yeah. this. Let's open this up to as many people as possible. So we really have been trying to find the most inviting and what we kind of like to think of as almost like mom-friendly environment. Mm -hmm. Where we literally asked, you know, how do we get our own moms? To come in and float and that's what led us to design our float rooms because we were looking for just something a little bit more spacious more inviting something that's a little bit less claustrophobic it's one of those things that i don't oh, mind yeah, i'm either. not afraid of getting into a float tank but we I, I mean i think it's almost kind of like an elephant in the room sometimes a lot of people may be turned off from experiencing this awesome thing that we all know is amazing when you float just because of the device so that's why we spent so much time designing this and trying to really get the most inviting environment possible yeah i was actually i was going to ask you about your your tanks or your room or their i i don't know what really to call them i don't want to call them the wrong thing your float areas um yeah we call them a float room yeah okay you do call them a float room they they're they're not the conventional tank obviously because we're calling them a room but they're not a conventional room like you would see like a normal square right like there are, yep. you kind of walk in and then you lie down in it 
Is that yeah? Is that so right? yeah, well, the way that they're set up is we've and we've got three of them. So they're each in their own private individual suite. And within the suite, you've got your own shower and changing area. And then the float room is just adjacent to the shower. So you step into the shower, do your shower pre-float like you always do. And then you literally just open up another door that's basically the mm -hmm. same size as a normal shower door. And you're just stepping through another door into your float room and then it's large enough inside that as you step through it's large enough for you to stand up inside put your hands over your head hands out to the side i mean it's it's truly an oversized room so that it limits that claustrophobic feeling you know for those that may be inclined to feel like that we try not to even talk about that or put that idea out there but it, it does go into the design that we had and really every aspect of it. We made sure that the rooms are still lightproof, soundproof, so you're getting the same float experience that you would in a tank. It's just a, a larger, more inviting space. Yeah, so you can picture this. If you if you stretch fully out, this, this room is over eight and a half feet long by four and a half feet wide. So, I mean, you're stretching out and you can't reach – I'm about six feet, so if you stretch out all the way, you're not touching the – both ends of it. Same, same with the sides. You can, if you stretch really hard, you can reach the side walls. It's really a open area, a nice space for um, people that think that they're not good in small spaces. Yeah, it's th that's one of the things that struck me is struck me as funny is that um, when I first read about like opening the float center, I read that you know very few people are claustrophobic and don't worry about it. it's not really a huge issue. Um, <laughs> and then I started talking to everybody and. Everybody all of a sudden got claustrophobic. Everybody was like, yeah. "Oh, I wouldn't want to go in there. It's too small." And I'm like, "Well, can you ride in an elevator? Like, have you yeah. ever have you ever been in a tanning bed?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, I go tanning all the time." I'm like, "All right, well, think of it like a tanning bed that has water in it. Like, you can, it's the same <laughs> thing. You can open a door, you can get in and out. It's all you." Yeah. Um, we but, found that that control aspect is really what helps people, letting them know that you can you have complete control of this experience. If you feel like you need to get out or open the door. You can do that. We, we, if they're feeling, you know, anxious while they're in there, we certainly recommend that you stick. You know, you go the whole length of time. You don't worry about how much time you're in there. So your body and your mind will thank you later. Mm -hmm. But if you need to, you know, we found that that helps a lot. And and we've taken the approach that knowing we we really have a client focus here. So we know that the vast majority of people that are coming have not floated before or have never even heard about it. So we really want to be diligent in terms of setting the right expectations for them. So, you know, we've spent a lot of time training our team here to be able to give people the best experience. So that includes just walking them through really everything that's going to occur. So, you know, when you go in, if you get water on water in your eyes, it's going to burn. So because of that, you've got a water bottle, you've got a washcloth. You want to use the restroom beforehand, you know, all these all these mm -hmm. things. But it goes back to Trevor's point that when we were visiting other float centers throughout the country, we just found a very the the, the experience always varied. Big some time. of them were Big time, great. Yeah. Some of them made you feel like, you know, you you were their only only concern while they were there. And then mm -hmm. other people just kind of shuffled you in and really didn't tell you anything. And we're just like, <laughs> all right, here's your float room. Put in your plugs and enjoy your float. Right. So Meanwhile, if you didn't do really research. We just want to try to make sure that we're telling people what to expect and letting them go in without any other expectations about that. And so far yeah. it's really working and we're just getting a lot of positive feedback from people that have never floated before and are just like, this is amazing. I'm telling everybody. And it really helps, you know, kind of show that what we thought would work. It's, it's, it's working so far. Yeah. It's, uh, 
it's amazing that the differences that some float centers have as far as like setting their people up. Like I went to one, you know, I, I've I've been to like five or six float centers now, and one of the ones I went to, uh, my audio is all screwy, it keeps jumping up and down. I don't know if it, you can hear it on your end. Yeah, you're um, great. You're good. All right. Um, but one of them I went to, they were just like, all right, here's your room. I'll see you in an hour. Bye. And I was like, yeah, if I didn't know, you know, if I didn't, <laughs> if I didn't know what to do, like I'd be totally lost right now. I would just, I would have just went into the tank. Like I would have, I had no, you know, um, yep. whereas I've been to other ones where it was like, wow, this person really only cares about me right now. And that's awesome because that's what you want. You know, you want like a hundred percent like of, uh, their attention, you know, you, you don't want them to be thinking about other, anything else or shuffling you in and out like it's just another person, that, uh, just another customer, not a client, you know. Um, yeah. And Tom, I actually got to thank you for something, uh, something we heard on one of your podcasts long ago. Whenever we were um, planning, as Matt was saying, of how do we set the appropriate expectations? Like there are people that have trouble quieting their mind or letting their mind relax. So we actually put together, I don't know if you can see this, but it's a float guidebook. Oh wow! I think it's awesome. Of, it has a bunch of techniques in it that people can use to help them relax their mind or focus on solving problems. Like kind of like a guided, almost guided meditation, you can say, or a guided way to focus your energy on what's most important to you at the time. But one of the things we had, so we have a blog that spawned this float guidebook. So you could go on our website, on our blog, and read all of the, basically the articles in our float guidebook. But why I wanted to thank you was. One of the things that you mentioned on one of your podcasts, your Flowcast, a, a while ago, was just kind of you don't have to do anything while you're in there. You can just you know let your mind go and enjoy the ride. And that was something that really hit home because that's that's something that a lot of people, anyone can do that, and it's really easy to explain. Wow, man, that's a, that's awesome. I'm really glad that you that you took it and ran with it, man. That's that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you got the following your breath techniques and stuff like that, or counting is something something recommends. But even if you don't have a lot of time and people don't really have a lot of interest or aren't really into meditation, you can say we don't we don't brand it as meditation. We call it letting your mind float. Mm -hmm. uh, we thought we we were all about the float puns here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was great. So thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Glad glad I could have some some input for you. Um, it's oh, I forget what I was gonna say. That's oh, fantastic, man. I'm really glad I helped out. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I got a question for you. You mentioned yeah, sure. you've been to about five or six different float centers. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not that far away. We'd be happy to have you down here, host you here, and give you a private session and all the good stuff at some point, whenever you want. Just let us know. Yeah, man, absolutely. I definitely will take you up on that. I have uh, I have some other stuff in the works that I'm not, I can't really talk about too much yet, but. Uh, you know, I'm trying to trying to get some other stuff together. Um, aside from the float stuff, I got switching up my day job, which is fantastic. So that's a that's a huge plus. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely gonna try and make a, make another road trip. Me and my buddy, he he wants to check out all the couple of the float centers too, because he's trying to get his own thing going, which I'm helping nice. him out with, which is awesome. Um, yeah, the way we feel about it right now is the more the better, right? Because it's an awareness thing. The better, the more aware people are of this, the better it is for this industry. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no, there's no such thing as competition. <laughs> when you have uh, 300 million people living in the country, and you have like 150 float centers or whatever it is, like there's no competition. What are you, what are you talking about? Like, mm -hmm. so which is one hey, of the things that's that's great about you know this industry. 
And that was another thing we definitely, you know, took away from one of your other earlier flowcasts where I, I remember you talking about that and specifically, you know, sharing your story about how you got started up and how, you know, there's you're the only one out there where you're at on the entire island. And just, you know, th there there is like you said, there competition doesn't exist and it's a more the merrier type of thing. Yeah. I mean, a Long Island is eight million people that live on Long Island. It's crazy wow. how many people live here. Um, and there's, you know, right now there's a total of like three float tanks <laughs> and, on, you know, so if everybody floats once, I'll never have to work again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, hope for that. Someday. Yeah. It's the dream. Someday. Yeah. So, and I'm, I'm sure once one, some of them float, they'll open up their own centers and then it'll just grow from there. So yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely on the rise. It's definitely an awesome thing that I'm, I'm happy to be a part of because it's really you know, it does change people's lives. Yeah, I'm sure you guys see it already. People come out and they're like, oh my God, like they have this look on their face. Like they've just been born. Like what the, why was that? When can I come back? Like, they, <laughs> and then they hug you. It's great. Absolutely. I mean, you have people that have the uh, chronic pain is, is a huge one that we've even in our few months of a few weeks of being open, right? People, we've had people with scoliosis, people with fibromyalgia that have live in a, a constant state of pain, you know, on the one to 10 pain scale, they're at a five to seven and they come in and you, I mean, you know, this, you see it, they're, they're at a five or seven, they come out, they're at zero and it's amazing. They don't know what to do. I mean, you can see a teardrop. Because, yeah. It, it always yeah. feels like you're kind of like exaggerating sometimes when you're talking to people that aren't that familiar with it. And you're like, no, listen, this can dramatically help you. You just got to come try it. Yeah. And I mean, that that's really, that's, it's what it's all about too. I mean, that's why we're doing this. That's, that's why I didn't just buy one for my basement because there's, <laughs> you know, we, there's so many people that can benefit from it. And that that's, that's our goal. I mean, we've got a real simple mission here and it's just to open up floating to as many people as possible, provide the best customer experience possible. So that way they, they actually get to experience the floating aspect of it. And if they have a bad experience because they weren't told not to get the water in their eyes or they weren't told to put in earplugs or, uh, you know, any other number of things, um, then they're equating those other negative things to their floating experience, which had nothing to do with it. They were probably great while they were in there. Their body loved them. Their hair probably felt really soft the next day. Uh, but <laughs> this is a common thing we find. But so yeah. we wanted to make it so available to everyone else, but also part of that is providing the best client experience. So it's not just the, it's not just the floating itself, but the whole package you can, you can have a good time with. Yeah. And that's absolutely so important. I mean, you can't, you can't just come out and be like, Hey, how was your float? All right. Bye. It's like, Whoa, what are you, <laughs> we're done here. That's it. All right, all right. I guess that's it. Um, definitely has to be a lot more involved in it. And if the client wants, if the person wants, if the person just wants to get out of the tank and go, well, you know, Take care. I hope you enjoyed yourself, and, and yeah. I guess that's that. Um, Every once in a while, you have a yeah, because we have the three rooms here, and we have the post float lounge. So if there's one of us here at the time, you might be with someone in the post float lounge, and all of a sudden, like, oh, where'd that person go? Like they were done, and they just snuck out, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people, but then you get the other people that like track you down and say like, hey, I gotta tell you about this. I had this crazy experience. It was fantastic. Or you just get that. You look at them when they come out, and they're just like, wow. Yeah. Amazing, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the advantages I think I have. Um, number one, of being a home office, and number two, of being only one tank. It's like I only have one person. When they come out, I'll I'll be right there on the couch hanging out with you with a cup of tea waiting. Um, so what I, kind it, of tea do you have? Honestly, right. I just get a tea from a, a local place. It's nothing, nothing out of, you know, out of control. 
<laughs> but you guys use some awesome blend, I know, right? Yeah, we we have some pretty crazy tea blends here that are that are fantastic. They're also local and organic, but we have. Um, yeah, you want to talk about a couple of them because they're, they're delicious. Yeah, we found a, a local company that's you know less than ten miles away from us here that makes all of. She, she makes local handmade organic tea blends for, you know, for any company that wants to come on and partner with her. And so it, we were like, all right, this seems like a no brainer and invited her over and kind of talked about what we envisioned and then put together five, right, five different yep. blends. So we've got, you know, we've got some green teas, some herbal teas, some black teas, and yeah. they're all just, they're all fantastic. And you know, it, it, it really just adding to that overall relaxation experience. I, mean, I don't even think we did it justice. I mean, I have to get her on here, but like think dark chocolate chai, Ooh, dark baby. chocolate chai, organic. It's awesome. And then we just tried a new one today as a team, something we do on, on Mondays we get together and uh, we had a vanilla rose. It's a black tea mix, but it's so smooth. I mean, it's amazing. This stuff's great. So it's something that we provide as well as a, um, we have a t- whole tea bar that's available in the post foot lounge. Man, which adds to the whole entire experience as well. And it is, I don't know about you guys, it's very funny when I have people come in and I'm like, hey, listen, when you get done, you know, when you come out, I have a cup of tea ready if you want, you know, or you could just grab a bottle of water and go, whatever you want to do. And I'll say that and they'll look at me like a cup of tea, like, what are you talking about, man? I don't don't know you. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. And then they come out and they're like, hey, so what's up with that cup of tea, you know? (laughs) Like totally do a total 180. And I just totally feel different when they come out of the tank. It's kind of funny. It's happened to me like probably five or six times. I've seen their face being like, what? What are you talking about? A cup of tea. But yeah. It's, uh, oh, hang on one second. There we go. It's, uh, it's great to see more centers opening, man. It really yeah, is. That's what's ex- it's so exciting because, you know, from the time we started researching and, and, you know, laying the groundwork for building East Coast Float Spa till now, I mean, it seems like, a place is popping up every week or so. Like, you know, I go on Twitter, just look online and there's always somewhere else new that's popping up. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah. We definitely see this being as prevalent as, you know, massage places that are around. I don't remember calling massage parlors anymore. I just found out that you're not supposed to call them masseuses or masseurs anymore. They prefer massage therapists. That's just a, dude, they'll mess you up. They will mess you up. You call them a masseuse. Really? Yeah, I know somebody I'm I'm, uh, friends with on Facebook that like, I saw him like last week, like go off on somebody because he said like masseuse. And he was like, dude, I went to school. I got a degree. And I'm not not saying he's he's wrong. It just was funny because like my whole life, your whole life, like you've known it as a massage parlor and a masseuse. Like that's, and it wasn't a a put down. That's, that's what they were. And now they're not. They're, what are they, what are they called? Are they called like what I, I obviously they call massage therapists, but like are they called like massage houses, like or just massage spas? Studios. Uh, studio. Yeah, yeah, I guess massage yeah, studios. Studio. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You have, you have, but you have them all over the place. You can go. Uh, they're probably like five within a ten mile radius. So they're, they're big. They weren't big twenty years ago. Or people were like, especially men. This is kind of really interesting note that kind of threw as an expectation we didn't really have, but. Back then, it was like, man, oh, I'm all manly. I can't go into the people touch me, and I, I don't need worked out or whatever. I, I get naked, right. and somebody rubs me. And yeah. Wait, what? I, you, you do what? Yeah, or like, and if you need the deep tissue, you have another guy do it. You're like, whoa! Like this was this was not a, a, a PC or a very common thing 20 years ago. But look at it now. Everyone's going. I have a membership. You know, it's just 
Um, it's a normal thing now. And that's the way that we see floating in a few years of getting there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's, um, I think that some maybe like investors or bankers or whatever, like don't see that. They don't see that end of it. Like this is where it's going. This is where it is now, which is pretty much at zero. And it could be, you know, it could be huge or it's going to be huge. I don't think I shouldn't even say it could be, it's going to be huge. And just like you said, look at massage pause. Look at, I don't know how big uh, foot spas are around your area. If they're blowing up like the here on Long Island, honestly, if you go down to the end of my block and you make a right within two miles, there are four foot spots, foot spas. And <laughs> all of these foot spas, quote unquote, um, also offer massage massages. And I'm not going to say massage therapists because these people are clearly not massage therapists, but they can do it because the way the law in New York state is, um, or Suffolk County or whatever it is where I live, like, if you have a massage therapist place or whatever the hell is, um, you have to have a, li- <laughs> yeah. a, a license or whatever. But if you offer um, like foot spas as your main thing and then like a massage on the side, like I don't somehow there's like a loophole where they get around it and they just have, you know, Joe Schmo <laughs> give him massages, which is kind of scary. But <laughs> hey, it, it works, it works. Yeah. But the, the point is there, everything is blowing up. They're everywhere. There are so many m- massage spas, massage places, whatever and foot spas and anything health orientated on Long Island. There's one um, that's a franchise that's all on Long Island and there's seven or eight of them. That's a, a massage place and you go in there and it's beautiful. It's, you know, they have like eight tables or, or whatever and there's like a lot of them on Long Island. So it's coming. Yeah, we can't wait. I mean, we just get excited when we try to think about what the float industry is going to be like in, you know, two years, five years, 10 years. I mean, it, it's definitely exciting to try to think about the future and, and where, you know, where we're all going to be in just a couple of years. Yeah, we've heard it called the next best thing in, ha- in healthcare, the next biggest thing in healthcare. And we're excited for those laws to, to actually like healthcare companies uh, and health insurance to cover it. Because as we know, there are things that are very, very hard and difficult to treat as um, at a hospital like fibromyalgia and arthritis, these things are are difficult and very expensive. Whereas the health, if healthcare, health insurance allowed floating, because we, as we know, I mean, there are studies. This isn't something, as you know, uh, to the listeners out there, this isn't something that just came out ten five years ago. This is floating has been around since the fifties, and there are decades of research about the benefits to floating that that are amazing. So uh, we definitely did our due diligence and read all of these articles. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. Uh, absolutely. And it's it's unfortunate that like it died, It had the, the issues it had in the 80s when like they didn't have sanitation figured out. They didn't have, you know, any, a lot of things figured out. People got iffy with going into tanks, which, hey, I understand. I probably would have too. Um, so they kind of took a big turn. Um, but now they're coming back. And everybody, but the research still continued. Like while the centers closed, the research still continued on them. Um, so now there's decades and decades of research that backs up everything you're saying, and and more. And you know, I think it's only a matter of time before health uh, insurance companies start covering it. Yeah, that'd be great. Looking yeah. forward to that. I mean, that, not even just for us in terms of like accepting more people, because at some point you reach capacity. And once that happens, you're going to be over capacity, but it's for them. Really. They can people that can't afford the crazy treatments that hospitals want people to have and the surgeries, you know, I don't don't want to get into it. It's kind of tough to think about, but. And plus for the people who are maybe even thinking about trying it, but don't want to, but then they go to the doctor and the doctor says, Hey, listen, here's a, here's a script. Here's a prescription. Exactly. and, And go see, uh, 
go see East Coast East Coast Float Spa and go enjoy an hour and a half session and come back next week and let me know. And then she comes out of the tank and she hugs you guys and has a cup of tea and then goes back to him and says, thanks, I'm not going to be back again, at least not to you. And then she comes to you guys every week. <laughs> my, my understanding is that I believe uh, Sweden earlier this year like nationalized it in, in their national health care that floating is now it, you know an acceptable covered health insurance uh, you know item so that people who are living in Sweden can do it so uh, you know I guess Sweden's a little bit ahead of the curve but it's just kind of a testament as to what's almost inevitable to be coming to America hopefully within you know the next year or two sooner than later mm-hmm. yeah definitely I, I would say inevitable is a good word specifically because you mentioned the the sanitation aspect of it yeah like back then I, I, who, who knows really what you had to do and it was meant more it wasn't meant for like mass consumption for the most part where now we have these state-of-the-art automated filtration systems that are ridiculous, that have the UV lights, that have these crazy filters that'll that'll filter out five to ten microns, which is just tiny. I mean, for people who don't know what that is, it's like a fraction of the size of your hair. And then just five additional methods that all you have to do is you push a button when someone goes in, and all this stuff is happening, takes away the human error. And uh, I mean, it's just fantastic and it, whenever healthcare companies see that this is this is real and it's safe that's probably the most the biggest part about it that this is safe for everyone um, you, you don't have to drain the whole water source there's a question we've got you probably got like well, how do you drain it yeah. people uh, you don't have to because it's like we, we give the analogy it's like the dead sea right it's called that for a reason that things don't live in there and if anything somehow did survive, all these other factors get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. It um, the salt definitely helps, <laughs> but the fact that we have modern technology and modern filtration and, and sanitation, and everything. I mean, it kills whatever's not dead already is certainly dead through the filtration process. Now, okay. you guys, uh, your rooms are everything are, are custom. So did you guys design your your pump and everything yourselves? You guys all did it in house. Yeah. Yeah, we worked. We worked with. Uh, I mean, it's basically in house. We worked with a, a pretty reputable vendor that we were able to find who has some experience doing this and has like 25 years of GC work and specifically around pools and spas. And um, it the the filtration and sanitation systems that ours have are are really like that state of the art level. Like I don't know if you. I'm sure you listen to to Rogan and are familiar with. Uh, uh, him talking about crashes float labs out there in California and while I you know I can't say that ours are exactly the same thing he's doing they're they're very similar in line with that and that you know it's it's all automated it's all computerized state-of-the-art stuff I think it's pretty similar to what they're doing in Austin in the Zero Gravity Institute as well it you know it's it really removes that level of human error so that, you know, you're pushing that button and you know that the ozone's going in, you know that the UV's going in. We use food grade hydrogen peroxide as well. So really we have this, you know, four or five prong pro- approach to the sanitation aspect. And I mean, that, that's another thing that we're just pretty proud of and that, you know, we, we can say very confidently, we, we joke about it, but we, we mean it that, you know, our flow rooms are cleaner than any <laughs> public pool you're going to. They're, oh, absolutely. I think they're cleaner than my shower at home. Yeah. Like most people's, yeah. <laughs> most people's <laughs> private bathtub, this is going to be way more sanitary for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the, it, it was one of the questions I kept getting at first and then now I just address it when clients come in. I don't even let them ask the question. I just tell them, hey, listen, 
this is what I do for filtration. This is what I do before you come. This is what I do after you leave. So now, like, just so they, if, and I say this to them, like, so if you have anything in your in your head, if halfway through your float you start thinking about, oh my God, was there somebody else in here before me? No, now you know everything is clean. The water's tidy, you know. And I find that a lot of times when I say that, like, I actually watch them physically, like, relax a little bit, like, in their shoulders, like, oh, all right, like, for sure, this guy's on yeah. the level. Yeah, everything's okay. I think too, when you like, when you also tell them that you float in here too, like, Hey, listen, I wouldn't be floating in this thing if it was all nasty and grody. Like, yeah. well, you know, we float here. Our, we let our friends, our family, our community float here. So I think that also helps really relieve people's concerns as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, as far as crash goes, I'm not really going to comment too much on his appearance as far as on the Rogan podcast goes. Um, but I'm glad that you guys are on the level as far as keeping your stuff clean. And it sounds like you really are. So I think that's important for the industry for sure. Oh, yeah. Whenever you come up and you're like, yeah, I want to open one of these. It, I mean, it's really, it would do a disservice to the industry if you didn't have that, that safety for the people that you're serving. Uh, so exactly. yeah, we, we definitely feel that's important. Exactly. Cause if you go for a place for a massage and you get a bad massage, you're like, Oh wow, I'm not going back there. I got a bad massage from that chick and that place stinks and whatever. I'm going to go over there from now on. But if you went into a tank and you got sick, you'd be like, oh, I'm never getting one of those things again. And then yeah. that would just be a black eye for the industry as a whole, not your one center. Well, especially your one, but it would be for everybody. So, Definitely. I had a question for you, something you brought up. Uh, whenever you, you tell people about their experience before they go in, about how long do you take and talk to people before uh, they go in? I kind of feel them out. Um, I actually had a guy here on Friday night that we talked for like 45 minutes before we went into the tank. Um <laughs> And sometimes it's just like a 10-minute thing, and I kind of go through everything, and, and, and then that's kind of it. Um, usually it's about 10, 15 minutes, usually somewhere around there. Um, I find that if you're like a, a podcast fan or a Rogan fan, we end up talking for a while about uh, – a lot of times those talks are about my experiences and about you know, it, it, you know what, I've, what I've experienced in there and, and about what they can expect when they go in there. And a lot of times I'll take that time to kind of like – settle any expectations that they have so that they, they don't go in there like, all right, I'm in, I'm ready to see spaceships and dragons and figure out, you know, trigonometry or, you know, whatever. Like yeah. I, I want to make sure that they go in there and just kind of let everything go and just don't do anything and just breathe and, and let go. Um, and I find that if I can get that point across, it, it's much more helpful than me being like, all right, your float's going to be great. See you later, bro. You know, like <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to explain, but uh, I'll feel them out. But for the most part, usually like 10, 15 minutes or so. If you can get me to see dragons in there, I, I, I'm coming to your place. <laughs> I've had a couple people tell me that, you know, they've come out and seen, you know, I, I, I had like a, I saw a face. It was clear as day. It was talking to me. Or I, you know, I've, I felt like I literally felt like I was in space and I was floating around and I was touching stars and I was like wow like <laughs> all right yeah there are great. no stars in there there That's are no cool. stars in there but I guess you had a great float <laughs> we, we've had one of our, our team members here speak to something kind of similar to that and really just talk about getting a real fresh perspective on his life and you know it, it's just the nature of floating as we all know the 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 fact that you're getting into this environment that's so unique and that really can facilitate you looking at yourself and your life and your relationships in a very different, new, fresh perspective that, you know, he talked a little bit about that. Like, well, I, I was I was seeing my friend who I hadn't thought about in years or I was seeing my dad who I 
my relationships is strained with or whatever. And, you know, just over the course of what the last three months or so, since he started floating with us, you know, he's seen a, a dramatic change in parts of his life, parts of his personality, parts of his relationships. So like just, just seeing that is also pretty cool and, and, you know, pretty inspiring. Definitely. Yeah. Tom, do you do anything like, uh, after, I mean, you chat with people, we, we found this really cool, uh, pra practice at one of the other float spas where you have just like a community journal out there so people can while they're sitting relaxing afterwards they can just write about their experience uh do you do something like that you know i had it um and i found that nobody was really doing anything with it and it's still there so i technically technically still have it but nobody i don't find anybody really adding to it but a lot of the times but they come out and it's just me and them one-on-one -on -one and we're sitting there talking so they're you know i'm sure if i had a bigger place and you know more than one tank and there was people, more than one person in there. There was kind of conversations going on. There might be one person that was kind of sitting and doing their own thing, jotting stuff down. But I guess because I just have like a one-on-one -on -one thing, it's, you know. Sure. Yeah, they're getting out what they would have written to you personally. And uh, we found it's amazing. Just uh, it's fun to really just sit back there. And I, I, we have an oxygen bar as well that has flavored oxygen. It's kind of like aromatherapy plus the added benefit, the health benefits of just getting oxygen in your body, which supports your whole functioning to the cellular level. So we have one of those as well. And sometimes I'll go back there and put on the oxygen, get some mango and some fuzzy navel going up in there and uh, uh, and just read the float journal. I mean, again, we've been open for a couple of weeks and we have uh, many pages filled with just people sitting back there writing while they're doing the oxygen bar or they're enjoying some tea. And it's really cool stuff. It's really encouraging. We, we've actually um, took, uh, written some up and posted them because it's like people need to see like we're trying to encourage more people of the benefits of it that it's kind of spread awareness. And these are real people just offering up these comments about their amazing experience. Yeah, they've never done it before, never heard about it before. And then you know, it seems like the most common word we see is just amazing, which is <laughs> like you said, it's, it's inspiring. Uh -huh. Wow. So you guys have. You guys pretty much built like a retreat. You guys have an oxygen bar. You got awesome chairs. That's we sick, we uh we stay overnight sometimes and uh, do little float slumber parties. And we do like like you said, we were big on the float puns. So we'll do some float storming and try to come up with some good ideas. <laughs> and then you know we'll we'll float overnight. Tre Trevor holds the in-house record so far. Yep. He's got what five five hours five hours, five hours in there. Nice. Yeah, um, I fell asleep. I'm gonna admit it. I fell asleep, of course, but. Uh, that's the record. And, and if anyone listening can beat it, let, let us know. Reach out to us. Trevor at EastCoastFloatSpot.com. I'd love to hear about it. <laughs> I've had a couple long ones. I've had a couple. I had one longer than that, uh, but I, I was I slept. I, I went in there, went to sleep, and then I, I woke up when the alarm went off. So I pretty much used it like a bed. Like I didn't really do any floating. Well, I did float, but, you know, just yeah. sleeping. Um, gotcha. All right, so you have the record. Uh. No, I guess the, maybe the East Coast record, but I, I know somebody from uh, I know somebody from Portland did like twenty two hours or something, something that someone wow. got. The, like, I don't know how do you, what do you do? Like how do you eat? You <laughs> know, like catheter pin or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. snack bars in with you. Yeah, exactly. That's the other issue. Well, we're gonna have to have a float off, I guess. That's, yeah. that's the only solution. <laughs> float off, an old school one, like the people float off. when they hold on to the cars, like to win the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do all that with the time zone. It'll be real time. We'll make it happen. It's joining the community, the float community. We'll we'll make some kind of big slogan about some marketing pitch of, uh, you know, it's 
bringing the whole world together. Well, you know what there needs to be? Maybe there is one, but I don't know. There needs to be like an international float day or something. Oh, oh baby. Uh-oh. We got we to gotta start. I mean, what, what's, what's a good day? 9.26, our grand opening. <laughs> Anyone want to start that? Tom, you can start advertising. We'll advertise it's it. It's a little self-serving, but okay, I mean, not... I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> All right. It's not bad. A, a day of international day of floating? Yeah. That'll I don't work. see why not. I mean, I, that'll uh, work. John Lilly's birthday, that'd be another obvious one, but. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Hmm. All right. I'll tell you what. I'm going to put something. I don't know if you guys notice or not. I'm trying to get it going. It's. A little slow now, but it's moving. Um, floatforum.com. Um, but I'm gonna put a I'll put a thing up there, and if anybody wants to chime in and suggest a date and a reason, you know, yeah, do it on there. I'll how are the, how is that site coming? I know I took a I actually took a look at it a couple months ago, but I admittedly haven't been there in a while. Are you getting any traction? It's coming along all right. It's uh I had it going for a while, and then I kind of I kind of dropped the ball on it and kind of focusing on other things for a little while, but now. I kind of realized that I really want to get it going, and now it's starting to get some traction. But uh, you know, I knew it was going to take some time to get going, but that's all right. Yeah, it's, let us know if we can help. I mean, we'll we'll comment yeah. on the, on the international float day. We can have a national float day as well. Why not? They have yeah. ice cream days and camp, they have every kind of day that exists out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we can make a holiday for anything. It's floating sure needs one. Yeah, we just need like five other people listening. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Well, yeah, we give a discount, you know, every, why wouldn't you? Yeah, float centers throughout the country. I mean, there you go. The opportunities are endless. Oh, yeah. Tom, this would be great. This would be a great partnership. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, I'm happy to see two young guys, uh, two young guys opening a business, man. You got, best of luck to you guys. I think you're going to really kick some ass because the place looks beautiful. And uh, talking to you guys, you guys, you know, you have the right idea. You're doing it for the right reasons. Thank you. We appreciate you having us on. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let us know when you're going to be out here. Bring bring a friend or two. We got three rooms. So. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. Um, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it together. I'll definitely get out there. I promise you. Awesome. All right, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us, Matt, Trevor. Thanks for coming on and joining me, talking about East Coast Float Spa grand opening uh, this weekend. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> EastCoastFloatSpa.com. Is that right? That's right. You got it. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking out the Flowcast. Take care of yourselves. Keep your uh, keep your tanks clean. And take care, friends.